Welcome to Cleveland Moto, a vintage motorcycle podcast by people who wrench and ride. We'll be bringing you Vin Moto Chat each week, so sit back, relax, and crack a beer. Or play us over the speakers in your shop while working on your latest project. Cleveland Moto, here's your host, Phil Waters. Well, after that introduction, uh, I'd like to welcome everybody to our podcast. Set the scene for you. It's uh, another beautiful winter night here in Avon Lake, Ohio. We're in the basement of the 45 Garage in Dustin's studio. We're a short crew tonight. We've got Dustin Elliott. He's manning the boards, running things sound-wise. Shane Post is here with us and myself, Phil Waters. Hi. We're short. Uh, James couldn't make it out. He's working... uh, I guess we should bring everybody up to speed. James does uh, moonlighting as a doorman slash bouncer at the Spitfire. Spitfire is one of Cleveland's punk rock venues. Didn't uh, didn't he get punched in the face last week? I well, yeah. There's he's being a tough a, guy. He's all right. He's a tough man. He, he he's can all right. Take, I think yeah. that's actually just part of the job description. Working at the Spitfires, occasionally you get punched. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he's working the Spitfire tonight, and John can't be here, and uh, you're going to love this. John can't join us tonight because... He's still over from his birthday? No, he's not still hung over from his birthday, but that was a good birthday. It was. Uh, he can't join us tonight because a taillight ticket he got in Rhode Island eight years ago what? has come back to find him. <laughs> Get out. So he went to renew his license, and I guess they wouldn't let him renew his Ohio driver's license because an eight-year-old taillight ticket found it. you got to be kidding Nope. Me. So he's scared. He's dancing between the raindrops, and he said he's not taking the chance coming out tonight, uh, you know, tip, you know, having a few beers and, and being out with uh, no operator's license. He's not going to... He's not going to run the risk, and I respect him for that. That's fine. You know, That's fine. He should have taken a cab. We don't want John to have no driver's license. Yeah. So uh, that would be really bad at the shop. Hey, go ride that bike. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you can work on it, but you can't ride him. So, yeah, John's not there. Uh, Merritt uh, has been – Merritt woke up, I think, this morning at 4 o'clock for work, so she was cashed out when I got home. So mm. she's out tonight. So it's just the three of us. But we got some fun stuff to talk about this evening. Uh, as always, as always, there's Absolutely. many good things to talk about. The uh, biggest thing is today was a day where I actually thought about taking the KLR out on the road. I mean, the sun was out. The roads were the, dry. The sun was out. Wait, that was about what? it. When was the sun out? <laughs> the sun was out. It was out this uh, morning. I unloaded, was it? Yeah. yeah. I, I oh, yeah, you're right. It was because I, I was blinded on that one turn on the shoreway. Oh my God! I got out there and I was unloading a bike out of the guy's truck, and I thought, man, this is this is this will work today. You get spring fever already. I got buck fever like nobody's business, man. <laughs> and uh, I got out and I like went in the shower. I'm like, I'm going to take that military KLR out, that Marine Corps surplus KLR. And I had to go out to my truck to get something. And in the process of going across the street to go to the truck, I slipped and fell on the ice. <laughs> And uh, that was when reality set in. I was like, yeah, well, if I slip and fall on the ice, the bike's going to slip and fall yeah, on the ice, Yeah, I'm too. pretty sure, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not absolutely. So more, uh, well, once again, more bench racing here at the Cleveland Moto. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll kick it off. I know we've got a couple of different stories to pass around. Uh, we've got a new game for tonight, something I thought we'd play. Uh, I have a disease. Anybody who knows me knows I have a disease. <sighs> I buy motorcycles. About a week ago, I went up to... Uh, I went up to Michigan, and uh, I came back with uh, CB1000. I I got the bike, the 1995 CB1000, the big one. And then the other bike, uh, when we had James in here, and James was talking about his Burning River bike build-off. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> what did he this. say? What his? I mean, we should pull it up, but his audio was, if you show up with a KZ1000, I'm going to call bullshit. Yeah, because no one can get a KZ1000 cheap because they're awesome. Yeah, no one could get a KZ1000 for $500. I got a KZ1000 for $395. Even better. And it... Now that you guys have seen it, you will. Con- I mean, you guys will confirm that this is every bit of a three hundred ninety-five dollar case. No, it's 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 every bit of a two hundred yeah, twenty-five dollar. You, you, you kind of get ripped off. <laughs> the, yeah, the only saving grace is it's got a title. Well, it has okay. a title. When you, when you called me on the phone and told me I got a KZ one thousand exactly for the Burning River for bike build off. Burning River bike. I was like peeing myself with excitement. I was like, oh. 
Oh, yeah. And then and we then unloaded you it. dropped it off in my garage. And we realized there was went. enough scrap metal to maybe make your money uh, back on. Okay. But it's a, it's a 78. It's an A2. Uh, it is probably, I do a little more research, but uh, you guys might not know this, but Kawasaki actually built motorcycles in the United States. They built motorcycles no in Nebraska. It, yeah, Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this is very probably, based on the serial number, this is an American-built it's an American motorcycle. We got some American that's iron about, in here, boys. American. Got some American It'll iron. It'll be the first there. American motorcycle in my garage ever. Wow. That's uh, that's true, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. So uh, uh, Well, and that would stand true with cars also. It needs everything. So <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. From our jumping off point, you know, our assets, well, it's a 78 KZ1000, mm-hmm. and it's not shaft drive. Mm-hmm. The gas tank is beautiful. The tail section's beautiful. The seat looks good. The motor's free. The motor's free. The forks are good. Maybe a little too free. <laughs> yeah, the motor might be a little Shh. too free. Hush. We'll, we'll, we'll look more into that. But, uh, but yeah, so there we go. We bought a you know KZ1000 for our Burning River bike build-off, and we bought it for three ninety-five. Yeah. So I, I'm shitting on it, but I'm very excited about yeah, it. Yeah, Team 45 yeah. Garage is up and running. Mm-hmm. Uh the motorcycle, the the true motorcycle geeks in our audience are going to go, oh yeah, that's a that's the bike that Goose was riding in the movie Mad Max MFP Main Force Patrol bike, and I think that staring at that bike long enough, you can just start to picture it turning silver, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, I think we need to flesh that out. I think we need to do everything we can to build a um, Goose. Tribute bike. Yeah, I've, I've, cool. I've already been looking a at real kawaka out of it. So yeah. yeah, we're really excited. I think it's going to be a fun time, and it'll be neat to watch uh, during the Burning River bike build off. So that's uh, <laughs> so you guys know about those two, and those uh, those both came out of Michigan. And so uh, wait a minute, okay, you know, before this podcast, you were talking right. about this whole what did Phil buy? Yeah, and uh, and I do, you know, I and, revealed, and, and I I thought. Those two bikes are what you were talking about. Yeah, you would think that, wouldn't you? Oh man, you were playing us. Yeah, because a normal human being buys two bikes in a week and you go, Wow, man, that's that's something. And buys that's two impressive. bikes in one trip. That's mm-hmm. all right. No, I know you buy them in like threes and fours. So. Well, only two fit in the back of my truck, so I tend to keep it to two bikes per run. Mm-hmm. I've seen you put three back. Yeah, there. that's true. Okay, well I got two more bikes. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Now when did you buy these? Well, <laughs> yesterday. Yesterday. Oh! Uh, yeah, yesterday. So I bought these bikes yesterday. So I don't think either of you guys know about it. No, because last time we talked, okay, I was, was in on your Wednesday. shop yesterday, though. They're not in the shop. Duh. Yeah, they're not in the shop. Damn. So, uh, in fact, they're not even in this state. Oh, you oh. haven't picked them up yet. I haven't picked you them up yet. Bastard. Mm-hmm. But I, the man's been paid. So right, here are the on, clues. Bring it on. Bring it on. Here are the All clues. Right, let's have it. Let's the have clues it. are I paid $600. Okay. There right. are two bikes. Okay. okay. They were bought from the same owner. Okay. Between the two of them, there are eight cylinders. All right. Okay. Between the two of them, there are eight carburetors. Okay. That makes sense. Between the two of them, there are 1,750 cc's. They're not both the same bike, obviously. Not at that. There, well, I mean, you could do the math, but it would be pretty awkward to fit, <clears throat> yeah, two okay. of anything into seventeen hundred and fifty cc's. And for an added super duper clue, okay, they're both Hondas. You bought a CB one and a CB seven fifty. A CB one thousand? No, the six cylinder, the CBX. No, well, no, because then the CB750 would have to be a two-cylinder. Because I said there's eight <laughs> cylinders. In this. Ooh, not exist. son of a yeah. bitch! So we need to get eight. We need to get eight cylinders out eight, of two bikes. Seventeen hundred and fifty. I just saw a CB1 on Craigslist the other day. So did I. We were just talking about that earlier. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll give you one more clue. Okay. One bike is from the seventies. All right. And one bike, and this is a clincher clue. Okay. Oh, oh. oh. And one bike is from the eighties. So one bike is from the 70s, okay. one bike is from the 80s. 1,750 cc's. Eight cylinders, eight carburetors. All right, one of them is going to be an early unit sport bike. If I have to give you the last clue, you'll get it. Shit. I don't know, I'm pretty slow. All right. No, no, come on, come on, come on, come on. We got, we got 1,750 cc's. One of the bikes, 1,000 cc bike. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, if you want me to break it down for you, one we of the bikes... We got a CBR-1000 and a CB-750. 
Okay, well, I don't know if they made a CBR 1000 in the 80s. I thought that was a 90s bike. Ah, oh, shit. You're yeah, right. You're right. But, you're uh, right. You're yeah. right. But you're you're on the you're really warm on the displacements. I mean, you you got the displacements down. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you did get it right. There's a thousand cc bike and there's a seven hundred and fifty cc bike, and now you should okay. have it. Well, so you have a seventies CB seven fifty. That's correct. Okay. And then you have an eighties uh, CB one thousand. Well, and the only bike, the only CB one thousand that was ever made was a nineteen eighty three CB one thousand. Really? And I was going to give you the last clue, and that between that's, the that's two of them... That's shaft drive, right? Between the two of them, they have 15 gears. Oh, no. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> you got that one. You got it. You got son it. of a bitch. I got oh, it. Damn. So I have a 10-speed CB... One thousand. Oh, yeah, that was the is bike it, you were telling me I should buy. You I was like, a bike oh. that I was strongly hinting to you that you should buy because I think that there's uh, a lack of appreciation for it right now. But I think it's going to pop. I, well, now, now I, I know what you paid for it. Well, yeah, I paid six hundred for the two of them. Cool. Well, I know what I can offer you for yeah. it. Then I'll I'll, I'll, I'll so, tell you what. I'll give you five hundred bucks. For there it. you go. Exactly. <laughs> right. So there. Uh, what kind of shape is the one thousand in? Well, the one thousand the one thousand will run the seven fifty stuck. Nah, so not a big deal. So the bike the, the bike I want will run. Well, yeah, beautiful. But, All right, I'll give you six hundred. Right now, do you guys know anything about? I mean, this is this is truly be, going to become a weird bike appreciation podcast. Mm-hmm. And for the people who are listening to this podcast, there might be three people in all of podcast land. That will actually be sitting there and shouting at their radios mm-hmm. and being like, yeah, I love that. And everybody else is going to be like, what the hell are they talking about? Well, those 10-speed those bikes, those are freaking awesome. They're pretty cool. Uh, the whole idea was that Honda had this dual-range transmission, or they called it a sub-transmission. And on paper, and I guess on the salt flats, this bike made it to the front page of a great number of motorcycle magazines mm-hmm. as yeah, being... The world's fastest production motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In 1983, it got to wear the crown because with that 10-speed transmission and that long, about 80, 90 horsepower motor, right? Yeah, you could stretch that bike's legs to 165 miles an hour mm-hmm. in 1983. Yeah, and that was insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, 165 miles insane. an hour in 1983, but it had air-adjustable suspension. Mm-hmm. It had triple disc brakes, mm-hmm. some pretty heady stuff for what yeah. it was. The only problem that I really have with the bike is its styling. It was of that era. It's yeah, it's an eighties bike. It's yeah. an eighties bike, right? Yeah. It's got the king and queen kind of seat on it. It's got the mm-hmm. gas tank that slopes it kind of too much of an arch going towards the front of the bike, and the front forks are too long. Well, there's someone in someone in uh, Akron, I believe. On it. Mm-hmm. I saw I saw it in Craigslist a while back. It never sold, yeah. but they built a cafe bike out of it. Yeah. It looked amazing. Yeah, and it's not hard to do, and that's what we'll be doing with this bike. Very cool. So, we're going to go ahead and we're going to this bike's going to lose a whole lot of weight, mm-hmm. and it will be a rideable, enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And how you ran the bike was you actually used uh the five speeds like mm-hmm. a normal motorcycle. Mm-hmm. But then just Slightly above and inside of the normal shifter, there was an additional shifter. And that additional shifter was how you engaged or went from, as truckers would call it, low range to high range. And you could then go from what they called street gears to highway gears. Mm -hmm. You could, in theory, do one low, one high, you know, two low, two high, and and work your whole way up the whole cassette. And and drag your house down. Right. Yeah, right. (laughs) But the idea was you'd leave it in street mode and you'd have this ridiculous acceleration. Yeah. And then when you got up to the freeway, you'd click it into highway mode, and, and you could chug RPMs along. Drop down to two grand or something. Well, and remember that there was a gas issue. There was a gas crunch. Yeah. And this big one thousand cc motorcycle mm-hmm. could truck along. Yeah. At you know twenty three hundred, twenty five hundred RPM. So and sip gas. Yeah. So uh, that was why they did it. And really, uh, there's a lot going on with that motorcycle. I'm really interested in it. I've always been, you know, it's always been kind of a guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. Or a, a secret you don't want to really admit to your friends that you like that bike, <laughs> and uh, you read about it, and people just rave on it. You know, some mm-hmm. people say best motorcycle ever built. I'm not one of those people. Yeah. But what I am saying is that Honda started with some great engineering, mm-hmm. and we're going to go ahead now, and we're going to try and make it look a little more attractive. We're going to make yeah. it a little more appealing. But I like a lot of the stuff on it. I like the air suspension. I like the uh, 
you know, I just like the dual range transmission. I like how freaky it is and how weird it is. Yeah. So there's a lot of things about the bike I like. So if you're a fan of the CB1000 and you want to follow this, uh, definitely do so. We're going out to the Indy Dealer Expo next weekend, and the bike is uh, out in Illinois. So I'm going to have to go overshoot the Indy Dealer Expo, pick the two bikes up, and bring them back. Oh, they're both the same place? They're both the same guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same nice. guy. So uh, he's but- had a, a CB750 up for a while. Mm-hmm. And... I've kind of watched the CB750. I saw what kind of money he was asking. I was keeping an eye on it. And I think at some point he just decided he was going to sell the CB750 by sweetening the pot and adding <laughs> this, adding the CB1000 to it. Get a free CB750. I know. It really does. It turns into for 600 it, bucks. $600. I mean, you really... Uh, it's amazing you actually touched that. Well, isn't that it 1, funny that... Yeah, isn't it funny when you talk about the buck a CC rule? Yeah, and There's really, 1,750 yeah. CCs there for, uh, you know, for $600. Yeah. That's very cool. And, when I picked up the CB1 and the KZ1000, the back of my truck had you know eight cylinders and 2,000 cc's in the back of my truck. <laughs> but the KZ1000 I spent $400 on, yep. and the CB1 I spent 1,600 mm-hmm. on. So I did my truck did have a dollar a cc in it. Yeah, even though I overspent on the CB1, but uh, yeah, I was pretty excited about. Yeah, um, you won't be saying that. When you've got that CB1 out on the road, you're riding it. You'll right. be, yeah, you'll, you'll, be I, you'll be a very happy man. It was cool. I I was really interested. I've always been attracted to that CB1000, the big one, mm-hmm. and it was nice today to get some fresh gas in it yeah. and fire it up and and listen to it run. And it's it's really a, a kind of a in its own way, it's a beautiful machine. Mm-hmm. And uh, once it roared to life and we were able to get the revs out of it and the top end wasn't making bad noises and the transmission shifted through all the gears and we were able to load it you know in all five gears yeah so that makes you feel good then you know it makes you feel like okay this wasn't you know this wasn't a a folly yeah we actually got a motorcycle out of the deal here that we can work on (laughs) john's really funny about that because john's whole deal is okay well don't make plans don't get excited because i do buy a lot of bikes yeah and you don't always have the opportunity yeah so uh one of the topics I wanted to talk about tonight is what kind of a damn fool buys bikes on eBay. Well, I was just getting ready to ask you. <laughs> I was, you know, that was on the tip of my tongue. I was waiting for you to stop stop talking because I know we wanted to talk about it. Yeah, because this it's such a stupid, it, it's such a weird market. I don't understand why Craigslist is just so freaking amazing. Why does it work? It's it's dumb math. It works so easy. You know, we put so much faith. And the people who put these listings up. Yeah. And I've been burned. Yeah. Okay, but it's rare. Yeah. And I buy and sell a lot of things on eBay. And Craigslist especially. Mm-hmm. With Craigslist, you get four pictures. Mm-hmm. And they're not high res. No, they're all They're ridiculous. So, yeah, that's one of those things. With Craigslist, the images are terrible. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a free ad. Mm-hmm. And with eBay, half the people are illiterate, too. Oh, my God. God, oh, I don't even see in my Facebook posts. It's I, I I will cut and paste things out of Craigslist of what they have on there. Constantly. It's amazing. Many other people chime in like someday oh, yeah. we're gonna have a podcast, and the podcast is be nothing but stuff we found on Craigslist. Yeah. Just oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. because we have just that's gonna be multiple podcasts. Oh my lord, it's mm-hmm. fantastic. Okay, Craigslist makes sense because supposedly you're looking in your own patch. Correct. So then you can call and you can go look at the bike and mm-hmm. analyze it before you spend good money. It's very close to classified from right. your papers. It's yeah, very close it makes to classified. perfect sense. It, it pretty much is. Yeah. But you know. eBay, you are willing. Mm-hmm. You're putting it all out there. You, most of the time, are paying for the item. You've won the auction. Yeah. If you don't want bad feedback, if you don't want a mark or to be banned, mm-hmm. you're going to have to follow through and buy these things. Yeah. And I have bought bikes uh, my CB450 Black Bomber mm-hmm. came from Los Angeles. Yeah. On eBay. On eBay. Yeah. An old man that wasn't sure how to use eBay. A description that was maybe three sentences. <laughs> and four pictures that looked like they were taken with an Instamatic camera and then scanned <laughs> and then in scanned. his <laughs> Walgreens or something, you know. I got these pictures of the motorcycle. Will you scan them so I can put them on the eBay? Yeah. Uh, it was really bad. Mm-hmm. And I had a friend go out. Now, I own the bike. Well, it's nice to have a liaison out there. Right. Yeah, really. I I was the owner. Yeah. Getting it from this guy's house, you know, you got to call. I like U-Ship. I use U-Ship. That seems to work well for me. Or you got to call the motorcycle shipper. That's money. 
and you own the thing, and you're sending cash, you're sending money, yeah, in the hopes that somebody's going to ship you a motorcycle, yeah, in good faith, right, on good faith alone, yeah, and two or three weeks later, a motorcycle shows up. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, I hope you like it. Yeah, you own it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, side side note, yeah. guy in Italy who sold me a forty point four. Uh, oh, that motherfucker! Moped piston, you <laughs> son of a bitch! I hope you died in that earthquake. Uh, oh, <laughs> anyways, that's bad. the only forty point four motor marini piston we could find for this goddamn moped we were working on, and it had to ship from Italy. Yeah, had to ship from Italy. Oh Shane, Shane paid for it. He and wow. like, would you pay for it? Fifty bucks? Paid like fifty bucks for it. Yeah. You know, it's oh, it's yeah. a piston We'd, for a yeah. moped. It's just a weird piston. Well, we yeah. were just like. Jumping with joy, like, oh my god, we found we the can, fucking we piston. Can get we the moped out of the garage. We can get that goddamn moped out of the garage. Yep. And uh, yeah, it never showed up. It never showed up, and then it, it went past that like thirty day deal where you can get your money back, right? Because right. he kept stringing me along and stringing yeah. me along. Then like, you know, like thirty eight days later, this you know earthquake hits Italy, and I'm like, good. That's what you get, stupid. Yeah, it, and it hit Italy from where he was from. So yeah. like his. Town well, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but eBay has buyer's protection now. They do. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. the biggest scam in the world because yeah. I sell things on eBay, too. And recently, we listed a motor for sale, and I think the motor went for cheap money, like $290. But I was willing to sell it. It was clogging up mm-hmm. you know, my shelves. So I sold the motor for $290. Uh, the guy had like one or two feedbacks. It was enough to just get past the filter. Yeah. And he said that he was going to pay by check. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a little sketchy, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Normally, I like the PayPal or give me your credit card number, and I'll just take care yeah. of it right now. Yeah, I do, I do PayPal only of on course. that stuff. So he uh, calls, he emails us and says, well, I haven't gotten my motor yet. We said, well, you, we haven't gotten your payment yet, and we're not going to ship your motor until your payment arrives. And, and we've gone back and clears. forth. Using, right. We've gone back and forth using eBay's messenger service. And what he did was, obviously, he never sent us any money. Mm-hmm. But he went to eBay and told opened up a case with eBay so he could get his $290 back. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So he was scamming eBay buyer's protection. Uh-huh. Now, do you think that eBay reaches into their multi-billion dollar bank account and cuts him a check for $290? No, they come for you. Right. Yeah. They, when mm-hmm. you're in they, eBay, yeah. you've got a credit card yep. and file with yeah. eBay. And the only thing that saved me $290 from this guy Mm -hmm. was the fact that the credit card number I'd given eBay had expired. (laughs) So eBay contacted me, unrelated to this incident, I'm sure, Mm -hmm. and told me that my credit card information for eBay had expired and that we wouldn't be able to post anything or buy anything until we gave them up-to-date current contact information and credit card information. Well, in fact... I was reluctant to give them that data, and it was good that I didn't, because then the other shoe dropped about how this guy was trying to scam eBay. Well, your ass would be covered, because you would have, if you if you gotten that check and just cashed it and didn't send it, right. and send the motor, yeah. you would have a deposit record. Right. Here, here's my deposit record. Well. Do you see it there? Long story short, there's a, there's a great way out there that people are scamming eBay. And unfortunately, the people that are paying for it are the guys that are listing these auctions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so now you have to be so careful when you list an auction to make sure that you don't accept any form of payment other than MasterCard or PayPal. Yeah. Yeah. No, I wouldn't take anything other than MasterCard or PayPal. Right. Mm -hmm. Nothing. And they can still go into your PayPal and get the money back out if they need to. Oh, no, that's happened to me before. Right. Me too. I I got screwed by somebody on on, uh, eBay that I just pretty much had buyer's remorse. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. So with all those things taken into consideration, Consideration, mm-hmm. the number of ways that eBay can bone you as a seller, yeah. uh, the commission that they take when you do sell something, yeah. listing something on eBay regular versus eBay Motors is a totally different system. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it really is. It's a wonder that we use it. It's a wonder that it's as popular as it is. But I use it every day. I buy motorcycle parts on eBay for rare and weird old motorcycles. It's because it's, it's there. It's there. It's yeah. so damn convenient. Well, it's the world market. It's, it I mean, it, it's yeah. basically, it's a it's a swap meet online. Yeah. yeah. You know? I mean, it's, it's amazing that we're talking about it now because it's become such a staple. It's like pretty much everything we're saying, everyone knows, but right. it's, it's the mere mm-hmm. fact that we talked this about, about this about me six years ago, saying that everything has gone down in price 
Thank you, eBay. Well, yeah. Everything because, has gotten yeah. cheap. Hasn't eBay become the number one appraisal service? Yeah, pretty if you much. you have yeah. a motorcycle. Yeah. Who needs and, Kelly Blue Book? Right. Yeah, you can tell me what you think it's whatever it's worth. I'm just going to go on completed items and look. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. Might tell me it's worth ten grand, but you know the only three that I've ever seen sell in the past six months brought fifty three hundred a piece. So I yeah. don't think yours is worth ten grand. Yeah, it's worth ten grand to you, but it's but, only really yeah. worth what somebody will pay for it. Exactly. So, but it is funny. That's what we talk about. When you know what kind of damn fool buys stuff on eBay, mm-hmm. especially when you're committing to something yeah. and you're saying that I want to own this. Mm-hmm. So, Dustin, you've done some research on uh, I have a new motorcycle. I have on a new motorcycle. Wait, it's a new old motorcycle. Yeah, true, true. Um, uh, it's the 2011 okay. Kawasaki W800. So, uh, anybody who's listening out in podcast land, this is Kawasaki's third revision of the Kawasaki W650. That was the answer to Triumph, uh, Parallel Twins. It was a... When they first brought it out, it wasn't a retro bike. It was a modern motorcycle. I mean, that was what you had in the yeah, 70s, was early the, 70s. Yeah, the early 70s, right? yeah. So the, the W650 was the bike for people who wanted a Triumph that didn't leak. It was the bike for people who wanted a Triumph that was reliable and you could ride it every day. And it really came into the market to be direct competition with all the British motorcycles. They weren't trying to be Harley Davidson. They were trying to be Triumph. True. And uh, you know, I I saw that this bike was coming out. Oh wait, I I, I should say something. There's more, right? Go ahead. Yeah. Because they reintroduced it. I, I'm, know, sorry, I'm sorry. I've been left in the dark. No one no one told me about this bike. Oh well, look it up. I'm looking. So up. Uh, take it easy. So they reintroduced the W650 to uh, really lousy sales numbers. When they, when they early two thousands. Yeah, when they brought yeah. the W650 out, it was a uh, it was a bike show bike that everyone oh they're they're bringing out a retro they're gonna bring out bring out a a retro motorcycle and just like Honda didn't have great sales success with its GB500 Kawasaki didn't have any success with its W650 in the showrooms and until many years later and then years later guys were like oh remember that W650 that thing was great I'd like to have a Triumph. Uh, so they bought the W650 because at the time, Triumph hadn't reintroduced its Bonneville, its retros. They didn't have that. They weren't building motorcycles like that. So people that wanted a retro bike could buy a W650. They were on the used bike market, and they were pretty darn cheap. And its performance numbers were on par with what you would expect out of a early 70s Triumph. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, on par of what you would expect out of a 40 40- year old motorcycle. Right, exactly. Right. The W650, nobody ever said, my God, this thing's powerful. It was just, it looked old, and that's why people liked it. Wow. And, okay, and, uh, I'm, this is the first time, this first time I'm actually looking at this picture. Now, are you looking at a W650 or W800? W800. Okay, so that's the pretty, new one. Pretty yeah. sexy bike, huh? Freaking sexy. You got, oh, man. You got, you got your chrome tank. You got your, oh, jeez. It's a good looking bike. It's yeah. a very good looking bike. Are, are you ready to be mildly disappointed yeah what are you gonna tell me the price hurt me oh yeah i'm I'm gonna eventually tell you the price (laughs) (laughs) but first of all it's uh it's it's an 800 cc twin i'm gonna give you 500 bucks oh right exactly (laughs) no it's an 800 cc twin that makes what do you think how many horsepower? Well, you what, know, do you, what do you think? Standard Shane? rule of thumb. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm asking. I'm saying 85, here. 85 horsepower, 800 cc mm-hmm. motor. Parallel what is the fuel injected? It, it, it's, it's a fuel injected. It is fuel injected. Oh, all right, okay. it, all right. It's fuel injected. I'll pump it up to 95. It's an, it's an eight yeah, valve gonna... fuel injected mm-hmm. motor. Oh, it's eight valves. Eight valves. Okay, yeah. all, right. all right. Eight valve fuel injected motor. It's got a uh, bevel drive cam. All right. So it's got those, you know, it's got the tubes, the tubes, right. you know. For the bevel drive, so you're you're, you're going to want to maybe shave off a few few horsepower from that. Is it still air cooled? It's it's still air cooled. Okay. Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, you know, okay, give me give me a horsepower figure. What do you think? Well, I mean, once again, I know it's a parallel twin, so we're not going to make mm-hmm. crazy parallel twin. horsepower. Yeah. So I'm going to say. Air cooled parallel twin, four valves and fuel injected. Four valves, fuel injected, digital ignition. Yeah, it the minimum it should make the like you know, to make the bike appealing, it should make no less than seventy horsepower. Okay. No less Shane? than seventy. All right, I was hoping on eighty five. Yeah. <clears throat> ready? I'm ready. Yeah. Hurt me. 
48. Stop it. 48 48 brake horsepower at 6,500 RPM. Is this thing built in the Royal Enfield factory? Wow. I mean, seriously. 48 brake horsepower. Does it have some magical torque number that, like Harley-Davidson, builds torque instead of horsepower because they got to move big, fat people and big, heavy motorcycles? Uh, No, it's the torque torque is uh, 44 foot-pounds at 2,500 RPM. That's moderate. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's moderate. moderate. Okay. So that's not an overpowering number. And the horsepower, I mean, so why did they detune it so much? I don't know. I mean, that's just, that's terrible. Uh, wow. I, I know. I, it's it's unbelievable. It's that's like an 800cc motor that only makes, that, that makes less than 50? Well, okay. Less than oh, 50? Come on. Hold on. I'm listening to your conversation. I'm listening to the low horsepower with the great displacement, but... Apparently, they're doing kits. The kits are entirely cosmetic. Okay, well, they're entirely they're, they're, cosmetic. They're not, they're, not, they're not motor kits. They're I'll tell not. you what. You, you look at this kit? Yeah, okay, that's a cafe kit. Sure. Yeah. It's got no, a, no, it's, that's, it's, it's a stock. It's, a, it's got a bikini fairing. Yeah, and it's, it's got a, a little, bikini little fairing. Yeah, right. I was going to bring that up that's later. cool. Right. Yeah. Oh, it looks cool. Okay. All right. But it, it's it's entirely unremarkable as far as its power that it creates. And well, explain to me why why it has such low low horsepower. I I can't. I'm looking at the numbers. There's I'm looking. No... I'm looking at. I'm looking at it's the specs on the vehicle. It's wow. an 800. Oh, 800. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, you know. Hey, <laughs> calm down there, pal. Yeah. I mean, that's really. Yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of that that hurts. Yeah. Uh. And, and do you want to know uh, actually how much you're going to spend for that, uh, that that amount of horsepower? I really don't actually. Yeah. I'm looking at now. It wait right a now. second. I got a question for you. How many horsepower did you say that bike made? Forty-eight. Forty-eight brake horsepower. Would you like to know what the two thousand and one mm-hmm. Kawasaki W six fifty made? I know. I just looked it up. About the same. It's 47 horsepower. Yeah, really. So I was in say, 2001, about the same. with no fuel injection, yeah, and 157, 150 less cc's, it made one less horsepower. One mm-hmm. less. I mean, that's that's crazy. Uh, now, how many foot pounds of torque did you say it made? Uh, 44. Okay, so the W650 made 38. So it mm-hmm. has six more foot pounds of torque. It has one more horsepower. For the same basic motorcycle that you could have bought, well, you can still buy used for around yeah. four grand mm-hmm. uh, for a beautiful example. Mm-hmm. And uh, holy cow, I mean, that's kind of, and, and this is fuel injected too, it should it right. should do better. Wow, that's really awful. Yeah, and, and I mean, I, I before I tell you the price on the thing, okay, I've, I've, I've got a couple shootouts here. Uh, I tried to pick out some popular. You know, uh, vintage motorcycles that we're into. Okay. And uh, and you know, the main one on on the top would be uh, the XS650 was the closest I could sure. find. It's 150 cc's less. Yeah. I, I you know I admit that. that right. That's cool. Well, and that's in the spirit of the British twins. True. True. It's a it's a it's a it's a twin. It's right. a 650 twin. Okay. Same compression ratio too. Eight four one. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, the XS650 twin bone stock makes 50 brake horsepower. 50 brake horsepower. Yeah. Wait, an, XX6, an XS650 right. is from 1973. Right. Yeah. No fuel injection. No fuel injection. Yeah. 40 years older. Right. A 40-year-old machine. 40-year-old machine makes more makes horsepower. Makes more horsepower. hmm Wow. Oh, that's terrifying. That's so, awful. Yeah. And carbureted. You know that forty-year-old machine is, oh, yeah. is I mean, dealing with carburetors, that's, points, condensers, yeah, hammers hanging on flint. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is really. I mean, that's sad. That it really is completely that's, that's a complete letdown. You'd think that with forty years of technology, that we would be able to say, "Wow, okay, we've got we've given you a bigger motor, we've preserved the historical look of the motorcycle." But we've given you something that's really fun to ride. Yeah. I mean, really fun to ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, that's just—I mean, that's terrible. Uh, I mean, I mean, what I would expect would be uh, 
a, a vintage motorcycle, a vintage, I'm sorry, a vintage looking motorcycle yeah. that rides like a sport bike. Or yeah, or at least rides you know? yeah. modern. Yeah, you know? rides modern. Yeah, like, rides modern. Uh, I mean, that's, boy, it, that's, that's really Well, as far as suspension on the bike, what's the deal with the suspension on the bike? Well, uh, it's is, got is it's, at least at least make it an upboard there. Yeah, the, no? the the suspension it, it's more modern. Okay, um, it's got thirty nine millimeter front forks. Uh-huh. Okay, you know, and, and it and it definitely has you know modern components within those. It's going to be it's not going to be sport bike standard, but it's gonna yeah, be it's not going to be sport bike standard w- w- at all. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, the suspension I, guaranteed is a lot better. Well, and but how much better could it really be than the uh, W six fifty from two thousand? Uh, it's, it's I'm sure it's the same. same. It's I'm, I'm be, sure it's yeah. about the same. The technology yeah. hasn't really shown up. And, 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 and still, you're talking about you know 20-year-old technology. Like, where did all these years go? Yeah, it's kind of that's kind of dis- that's kind of disturbing. Mm. Uh, the Thruxton. Uh, uh, I, I was just going to uh, pit it here against a couple of other bikes, right. too. Yeah. I mean, we already mentioned the uh, XS650, uh, a bike that is 150 cc's lower in right. displacement. Yeah. Right. Um, already beats it in brake horsepower. Well, yeah. yeah. You know, but uh, then, I mean, we'll move on just... Okay, we're not going to make it have a shootout against a 40-year-old motorcycle. That's right. a little ridiculous. Yeah, because that yeah. 40-year-old motorcycle would kill it. Right. But, I mean, we'll move on to things that are a little bit different, like a, you know, a CB750. It's right. a very popular CB750. motorcycle. Right. Yep. <clears throat> so, CB750. Right. Still lower in displacement. Oh yeah, yeah, lower in displacement. Still very old, very old motorcycle. Nineteen sixty nine. Yeah, I mean we're and, going back forty two years. And and I actually did go back to the nineteen sixty nine specs. Oh, okay. So the first CB. Yeah, I went. I went all the way back. All the way back. Yep. You know, I, I was like, I, you know, if I want to go back, I'm going back. Let's go to the first one. The, the, we yeah. haven't figured it out yet, bike. Yeah. <laughs> Sixty seven brake horsepower. Yeah, it's, I would have said. Jeez. Even on modern rear wheel dynamometers, mm-hmm. it's pretty common to see 58 horsepower mm-hmm. out of a, a, a stock. Yeah. It, that kills it. It does kill it. It, it destroys it. this yeah. brand new motorcycle. machine, and it you really know? embarrasses a brand new machine. Okay. Yeah. I, I've not done any research on any of this, but we've got all our new Triumphs and everything. Right. Mm-hmm. With their cafe racers, racer bullshit packages oh, yeah, and all that shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the, the Thruxton. Thruxton. Look, yeah. look those up. I do. I, yeah, I did not look the Thruxton up. I know I, it. I can admit the but Thruxton I, is 865 cc. Okay. It's parallel twin. Yeah. Uh, it should be in the same wheelhouse. Yeah. As this 800 cc Kawasaki. Yeah. Uh, the Thruxton is 68 horsepower. Okay. Okay. So that's 20 more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's 20 mm-hmm. more horsepower. Just about. Yeah. Right. No, that's exactly 20 more. Okay. Yeah. So it's yeah. 20 more horsepower. And I know that the Thruxton's big thing is they don't really necessarily like to talk about horsepower too much because it's kind of an embarrassing number yeah. for a near 900 cc motorcycle mm-hmm. without 68 horses. But it is. You don't, you don't think it's embarrassing for an 800 cc motorcycle? It's embarrassing. When you can buy a 600 cc <clears throat> sport bike that has damn near 112 uh-huh. horsepower. Right. Exactly. probably about 200 pounds less weight. Yeah, oh yeah, considerably. But the torque on the Thruxton is like 50, 50 to 54 foot-pounds of torque. Mm-hmm. So, really, these are very big motors Yeah. by any old standards. Now, we're, we're screwed. We're an American. Yeah. So, we're an American market, and we're sitting there, and everybody's telling you, well, you got an 883 Sportster, that's a girl's bike. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you go into a dealership, and you say you want to... You know, I like my first motorcycle, and the guy shoves you at like a Royal Star 650 or Yamaha 650 yeah. uh, cruiser yeah. as a first motorcycle, which mm-hmm. I think is absurd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the. Uh, Who should say that 650 cc's is a starting is Yeah. Is an entry level no. motorcycle. No, an entry level motorcycle is like 125 125 cc's. or a 250. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Two, 250, if, you know, mm, you're yeah, lucky. I mean, you can make a. 250 from the 70s hustle down the road. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. There's, you know, it's a no great problem. first motorcycle. Yeah. It's a really good first mm-hmm. motorcycle. Your 350 will do 90 miles an hour. Yeah, right. Well, exactly. I've, I've had on. my 350 yeah. up to 90. Right. It'll, it'll do more. I'm just breaking the motor in. Right. And I've ridden you know? an 883 Sportster recently that could not go 94 miles an hour. I mean, <laughs> I dropped a gear. I, I did everything I could to try and get that motorcycle mm-hmm. to hit 100 miles per hour, and I could not make that motorcycle. Mm-hmm. That's 883 cubic centimeters. Yeah. 
uh, that's kind of embarrassing. It is. Know, when it won't crack 100 uh, with 883 cc's, it's really bad. Uh, I don't care what you stuff that motor into. If you've got that kind of displacement, yeah, it should that do thing something. should freaking go. Yeah, make it work. I'm not. I'm not a power hungry guy, but right. You know, if I can get on my 350 and do the same amount as an 850, yeah, as an 850, right? No, yeah, it's it not feels cool. kind of dumb, right? Why, yeah, why spend all the extra money? Why exactly have the extra CCs? Yeah, uh, why lose the fuel economy or whatever? Yeah, to get this. You know this power rating. Yeah, uh, it's. I mean, it's it's kind of sad. Really. It really is. It's, it's depressing. Yeah. Well, I, I got to throw a few uh, a few more uh, other disheartening facts. Disheartening yeah, facts in there. Yeah. And, 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 and then I'm going to tell you what I wanted to get excited about a W800 because no, I'm, I'm really, cool. it looks really I'm, cool. I'm going to throw these other <laughs> facts in here, and then I'm going to tell you what you would pay for that W800. Oh boy, mm. this is going to hurt. Uh, uh, you know, one of the other bikes I looked at was a CB550. Oh, okay, yeah. I yeah. mean, CB550, mm-hmm. every man's motorcycle. CB, yeah. I yeah. got one. Still makes, st- still makes 50 brake horsepower. Yeah, I mean, they were they were solid. I mean, even yeah. my... Wait, now, wait a second, Still, still kills that W800. Wait a second. How many horsepower did the W800 make? 48. 48? Oh, my God. God, that's just It can't beat a CB five fifty. Welcome back. We talked about this a few minutes ago. I just had to I just had to do a memory check because you know No, we we talked about the C B seven fifty a few minutes ago. This is a five fifty C B four fifty, nineteen sixty seven. Mm-hmm. Honda C B four fifty. Yeah. Made forty three horsepower. Yeah. Out of four hundred and fifty CC. Yeah. Okay. The uh Honda C B four hundred F made well over forty horsepower. Oh yeah. Out of four hundred uh-huh. CC. It's a great bike. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a long, long time ago. These yeah, are vehicles a that all very long time ago. Yeah, you know, we're talking about forty years plates. here. Yeah, right. Oh, I'm kind of sad, man. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and all this technology, and and you know, four valves per cylinder, mm-hmm. and fuel injection. The eight hundred's got four valves per cylinder. It does. Oh, oh my come on! God. Now wait a second. Now, now, the, the, now that logic, there has to be a payoff, right? There's got. If you're going out with an ugly girl, she better be able to cook. Yeah. Right. There's got to be some kind of a trade-off there. Okay. So, a. It looks good. It looks great. It, it looks okay. gorgeous. I, Does it I get 190 miles to the gallon. I mean, there's got to be better. some kind I, of trade-off. I, I did not yeah. see any fuel. Uh, yeah. I, I have no fuel data. Oh, uh, not at all. God, that's terrible. You know, and and honestly, I don't care because the bike should be. A lot better. Yeah, it should, <laughs> you know? be, it should be more powerful. It should be more visceral, visceral and entertaining to ride. But my my final stat on the bike is: this is a call out for your wife, Merritt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this is just for her. Uh, the Suzuki, okay, S- yeah. SV650. All right. It's it's uh, well, it's it's, it's du- not in the same class. It's well, no, it's it's a twin. It is a twin. It's a 650 it's twin. 150 cc smaller. Yeah. Yeah. It is dual overhead cam, okay. you know, but it's still it's eight valve, right? just like the eight other one. motor, right? Yeah. Yeah. Horsepower? Right, right, right. 70. See? 70, 70 horsepower. brake horsepower. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, and, and there you've got, you know, your, your rule, my rule is 100 horsepowers per liter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're a 650cc bike, you make six, you know, 65 horsepower. Mm-hmm. You've got respect there. It does better than that. Yeah. So there you go. It yeah. kills that 800cc bike. Yeah. Wow. And it's really something. That, now, that's, why, that's why I assumed it would make at least 85 because mm-hmm. you got 800cc's. Eh, it's newer. Let's let's get another five out of it. Yeah. All right. Now, now, actually, let's get down to the bare bones here. Let's get okay. on the, pr- the price. Uh, all right. All I'm right. not buying it. So <coughs> yeah. I'm so not buying it. yeah. Yeah, I'm not buying it either. I'm glad I heard but, the stats. Uh, and, and that and you know that's okay that you're not buying it. And, and I'm not buying it because uh, so far Kawasaki has not uh, said they're going to release it in the states. Oh, it's going to be one of those. Yeah, it's so it's, maybe in two years we'll see it. Yeah, it's yeah. it it is available right now for sale in uh, Europe and Australia and all that. Okay, yeah. And between Europe and Australia, the oh, price so it gets good gas mileage. No, <laughs> uh, between Europe and Australia, the price in U.S. dollars uh-huh. is between ten and twelve thousand dollars. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Oh my god. That's the price of the bike. Okay. Oh. Now, all right. Now, do, do you want to know do you want do you want to know what the 2011 
Suzuki SV650 is going I, for? I, I think I know, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah $59.99. $59.99. Right? <laughs> Come on. $59.99. What, what bike are you buying? I know. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you want to look cool or do you want to go fast? So it, it really says, the real lesson here is, okay. I think it's a hipster bike. If you it don't, totally is. It's a moped. Oh man! Yeah. But okay, but then that cries the downfall of cafe racer, uh, or retro bikes, because guys who want a cafe racer but want to just write a check or yeah. the real thing is not it writing a check. It. It's financing. It's the yeah. ability to finance a bike. Yeah. You can finance a brand new motorcycle. You can't necessarily finance a ten or fifteen <coughs> or twenty year old motorcycle as easily. No, not at all. Uh, you're not going to be able to go in and finance a W650 from 1999 or 2000. Mm-hmm. Because the Kelly Blue Book on the bike is going to be too low yeah. for the money you're going to need to buy it. Yeah. So you might need four grand to buy it, but the Kelly Blue Book is probably going to be twenty four hundred, twenty five hundred. Right. So you're not going to be able to get a loan to would, buy the bike. I would be surprised if it was that high. Right. So all that taken into consideration, the people who are going to buy this bike are going to be people who don't have the money in their pocket to buy it. Yeah. But they go, oh, I can afford a hundred and eighty nine dollar a month payment. Yeah. So they're going to buy the thing on time, which. Depreciation means it'll be worth nothing. Oh God! Right away. By the time it's paid for, oh, it's uh, going to be garbage. D- uh, also, did I mention that it's electric start only? Oh, it, you missed it. Now there you go. There's now, no. There's in, no kickstart. There's the no WC- man start. Oh, do the, not do not hip the bike out. Oh, it, do, it does no. not freaking kick. It does not have a man start. Did have a kickstarter. A man. This one does not. From 2000 had a legitimate functioning kickstarter. So, oh man, that makes me feel terrible, Fail. man. Yeah, fail. fail. It, it, has, it, it has no fail. kickstart, nothing. You know what? That, that could be a new segment. Then go out and buy yourself a Suzuki TU250 <laughs> for three grand or whatever they are. You know, and, yeah. and then you'll have the retro look. And oh my god, that is just sad. Or you know what? Better yet, go out and buy a ten-year-old Triumph Bonneville. True. Or buy a W650 from 2000. That's True. what this says. Yeah. I mean, that's really what it says. Yeah. You're going to get the same power. Yep. You're going to get, and I just looked the mileage figures up, and it's the same. So, mm-hmm. and all that technology and fuel injection and everything else, it's not even like your reward. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, you've got the same horsepower. You've got the same torque. You're yeah. spending three times as much money for it, and you're getting two miles per gallon less. Mm-hmm. And you get to tell people that you have a lot more CCs than that. Yeah, they have an 800cc yeah. motor. That really sucks. I mean, you want them to bring out something really yeah, cool. It, no wonder why they're not releasing it in America, because nah. we would fucking tear that fucker up. Well, and here's the other thing. We looked as an experiment. I dragged you guys at the motorcycle show. I dragged you over to the Harley booth. Yeah. And I made you hunt with me the least expensive sportster <laughs> yeah. you could buy. That's right? true. Actually, you okay. you yeah, took a piss. True. Okay? I forced you guys, yeah. against your will, to go and look at the least expensive sportster. Mm-hmm. And it was that iron, right? Yeah. And somebody remind me what the price was on that bike, because it's killing me. But It was like $8,000. It was seven, I think. It was, it was seven. Like no, it was, it, was, it was like yeah, eight was grand. It? Okay. It, it, right. At the end of the day, it was eight grand. Right. Okay, so that... Really, sounds starting starting to sound like, and as much as I'd never want to tell somebody to go out and buy a Harley Davidson unless you know you really want one, but that's starting to sound like a much better deal <laughs> <laughs> than the W eight hundred. Right. Yeah. And how bad is it when a Harley, <clears throat> a Harley, sounds better than a Kawasaki? A deal. Yeah. Than a Kawasaki. Yeah, because Harley's always inherently. Way too expensive, right? I mean, that's that part. That's that price of admission. Yeah, right? I, exactly. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's Kawasaki. Just they're they're trying to force a classic. Yeah, you know, they're Man. right. right I, I think they're looking at uh, you know, there's a, a whole lot of hype uh, right. o- over the W650. Yeah, from I, the early two thousands, right, exactly. Yeah, and I, mean, and I think Kawasaki's just grabbing that and going like, we're going to force a classic. We're going to force a classic, exactly. You know, yeah. and and we're going to take what didn't really work for us in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Uh, and and then work for Honda in 1989, and then was grabbed onto by this small group of people that thought it was really cool, right? And Triumph did, yeah, okay, yeah. That, that, the that would explain the price, 78.99. It would, it would totally so. explain the price, the the price because you know they're not expecting to sell a lot of them, yeah, really. So they got to charge a lot for each one. Yeah, I gotta I gotta say that's. Uh, 
it really is sad, and it really does. Oh man! It, let me let me give you another awful spec. Oh boy! Oh, okay, come on. If I can handle. Let's this. have it. Let's have this it. Good. Come on. This is actually relating to a bike that I have. Oh, seventy-eight GS five fifty. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Straightforward. Oh yeah, and that was talk about people's bike. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Everyone had one. Yeah, they were everywhere. And then when it stopped running, you just kicked it over and left it in your yard. <laughs> you didn't care. You got your money out of it. You didn't care. Right. Okay. Okay. I got one in my garage right now. Your right. hair's bothering me. Oh, yeah. And for, you know what? This is an audio podcast, but Sh- Shane shaved his beard completely, so he looks 10 years younger. But he's let his hair grow out, and he's got this crazy blonde, dirty blonde, curly... I mean, he looks like Valentino Rossi. It's, 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 it's really bothering hair. me. Am it's, I sexy? No, you need, work no, for me? No. you need to shave your head. I'm not going to weigh in on that, but it shit, is... Shit, shave that shit off. I just know That's that your awful. hair had that potential. <laughs> Because, you know, some guys shave their head because they have to, but you've got, like, a curly mountain of locks up there. It's, right, it's really it's, something. I'm looking for top speed on, on the oh, GS550, yeah. okay? Oh, I thought you were looking for top speed on your hair. I got something bad about hair. The, the bad, you know, bad. Yeah, top speed on my hair is yeah. oh, constantly increasing. Awful. <laughs> yeah. My uh, hair hates you. Anyways, hold on. Let me, let me get, get back to this. Okay, 550. Give me a, give me a horsepower rating on my 550. Give you just one? Guess. Just guess. Estimate it? Yes. Well, I mean, it was from the era when we weren't artificially neutering our motorcycles, okay. right? Uh, and it's it's a four-cylinder. And it's a four-cylinder. It's a four-cylinder. Um, I've ridden it, but it's a 550. How much lower are we than an I'm gonna 800? Say, I'm going to say between 50 and 60 horsepower. You're very close. Safe I'm, I'm, I'm going to say 65. Okay. That's you, optimistic. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> optimistic. You've ridden the bike. It's why you... It's, what year yeah. is it again? 78. 78. Okay, so it's before the it's before the man, government yeah, mandated de- deregulating. Neutering. Yeah, yeah I'm, like I'm saying 65. Right. It's only two valves per cylinder. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 49 horsepower, 9,000 RPM. Yeah. 49. Right. So yeah. Okay, we're talking about a modern bike. From yeah. They're getting 48 out of. Yeah. Wow. With four valves. Wow. 48 out of with almost 300 more CCs. What's even better is my my Suzuki's got six speeds. Yeah, exactly. So it's one faster. It, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. oh, no, actually, that, 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 the sixth gear on his bike is great. Oh, it's wonderful. So when, when you're just cruising. cruising I'm going to oh, go back nice. to this, and, and you guys can record this if you want, because, yes, Phil Waters is actually telling you to go buy a Harley-Davidson, because I just looked up the numbers <laughs> for the Sportster Iron that mm-hmm. uh, that comes with a Dreamcatcher and, uh, and everything Oh, really? Else. Yeah, it should. It's got 53 horsepower, and it's fuel-injected. Come on. So it's got 53 horsepower Wait. out of 883 cc's. It's just as what? sad. It's Ho- just as sad as the W800. Right, horsepower to cc ratio. Yeah. But it is well over $2,000 cheaper. Yeah. Right? Than the W800. Than the W800. Oh, give me a fucking break. in its own way, it looks cool. I mean, at least it has a real identity. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it looks like a Sportster. And the W800 looks like an old Kawasaki or looks like an old Triumph, honestly. It does, Um, yeah. So it's aping an old Triumph. The Harley is just looking like an old Harley. And you can tell your neighbor, I got a Harley. You can tell your neighbor, I got a Harley. (laughs) Or you could be one of those anti-Harley guys. You can tell your neighbor. around and just be like... I bought it because it was a better deal than W800. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the W800s in Australia are going up upwards of twelve thousand. So by the way, it's just one of those things. It really is. Uh, okay, it's, and it's, I know a it's guy. Cool, but it's not that cool. Right. I know a guy in a forum that yeah. I talk to all the time. I'm sure people are very excited about that's this. in Australia. Right, he owns one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. And I'm just like, you I'll put it. my hat on. I'm if like, it bothers you, you that much. I'm like, you yes. fucking bought one of those. It really, it it's sad. We all, uh, I was from that era when I got to watch all of our incredibly powerful motorcycles from 1977, 78, and 79 get neutered by right. 1981. What, what, what bikes are you talking about? Talking about like the I'm talking about KZ, the KZs, <coughs> and the CBXs. Okay, uh, it was like you went into the dealership in 1979. And you bought a motorcycle that had a 150-mile-an-hour speedometer on mm-hmm. it, and you could damn near get there. Yeah. Okay? It wasn't the liar's game. Yeah. Like the bathroom scale. You know, just because my scale goes to 300 pounds doesn't mean I'm a yeah. fat man. It, it wasn't, it wasn't right. the game of how long can I keep my speedometer buried at 85. Exactly. <laughs> right. And so you bought a 78 or a 79, and that motorcycle could go 120 or 130 or 140. Right. And... uh Insurance and DOT and 
EPA started getting into the game really bad, and they started saying these motorcycles are irresponsible, and we need to kind of put an 85-mile-an-hour mm-hmm. uh, lock on the game. So you went into your dealership, and all of a sudden that motorcycle that last year had a 125-mile-an-hour top speed. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, had a 90 mile an hour top speed, yeah, and it had an 85 mile an hour speedometer, which was terrible because you could get up there and you'd run your bike and you'd just bury the speedometer. Mm-hmm. You had no idea how fast you were going. Yeah. Did they actually change the top speed? They or? did. They geared the bikes lower. Uh. Uh, they changed a lot of things about the bike, and a lot of them did get detuned. A lot of them got seriously detuned, so they weren't making. They changed it with gear ratios, and they changed it with. Uh, with tuning, and they brought the compression down on a lot of the bikes. But the biggest thing that changed everything was the EPA, and they started making these bikes run so lean. Mm-hmm. And those were the years when, if you looked on the side of your carburetor, yeah. where all those yeah. nice little air fuel mixture screws were, there was a yeah. series of plugs. Yep, and mm-hmm. you'd have to drill them out. If if you were lucky enough, you could drill them out, and there was actually still a, a screw back screw there. there. Yeah, but. These bikes were set up to be California legal, mm-hmm. and they were set up to be EPA legal. And the way you did that was you just you detuned it via the spark and via the yep. uh, fuel to make no more – to just really take the guts out of the bike. There was a fuel crunch. Okay, I'll give you that. 77, 78. You know, gas was really expensive, and people were dialing it back across the board. Yeah. But there's no reason to dial back a motorcycle that gets 45 miles to the gallon, 50 miles to the gallon. Yeah. Right. Come on. You know, on, you're playing the really. game. It's like in GP races or, you know, motorcycle racing now where they say you have to finish the race on so much gas. Yeah. So the guys are, you know, 75 laps in and all of a sudden the computer tells them they need to slow down. Yeah. You know, because they have to get, have enough gas to get to the end of the race. So, Fuck yeah, that. Watched, Pit stop. Yeah. Well, I watched these motorcycles go from ridiculous horsepower numbers when it was really a battle to grab horsepower. Mm-hmm. Technology, watching the battle that Suzuki and Honda and Kawasaki and Yamaha had, where Kawasaki, um, I talked briefly about the New York Stake project, yeah. which was this can we build a motorcycle to beat Honda's CB750? It's a long story. Look it it's up. It's a long story. Look it up. Type in Kawasaki New York yeah, Stake. Right. It's really worth looking up, though. Yeah. Because it's, a good it's, story. it's really a good story. And the end result was, we're not going to beat them with a KZ 754 cylinder. We need to make a 900. Mm-hmm. And they did, and they produced it. And Honda's answer to that was two more cylinders. Yeah. Make a six cylinder 1000. And it was a legitimate horsepower war. Yeah. Kawasaki made a liquid cooled six cylinder motorcycle, KZ 1300. That's when things are getting out of control yeah. as far as a horsepower war goes. <laughs> yeah. And then the following year, they neutered it to the point where it would get like, you know, you could maybe go a buck five on it. Yeah. Uh, so you had all this motor and all this technology for the day. Yeah. And it really was quick off the line, but it really didn't have the legs under it. So we went from building motorcycles. We, yeah, we, they mm. went from building motorcycles that were cutting edge technology and could accelerate and, uh, just rip your arms off. Yeah. And they were wild and hairy beasts. And they went from that to, we need to dumb these things down so owls don't fall out of the trees when we drive down the road <laughs> to satisfy California emissions <laughs> yeah. or to satisfy, you know, EPA, or so that our dumbass customers stop killing themselves. Yeah. Because the Kawasaki H2 wasn't called the Widowmaker by the Kawasaki marketing department. You know? That wasn't a name they came up with. It was a name that widows came up with. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, it was a it was a name that dealerships came up with. It was yeah. a dangerous, hairy motorcycle. Yeah. So we somewhere we made a change and we stopped saying the horsepower, the speed of the bike you ride, is not as important as the bragging rights of saying, oh, "I got nine hundred. Yeah, I got eleven hundred. Yeah." We just went to the motorcycle show, and I sat on, was that an 1800cc Triumph two-cylinder? <laughs> the new Thunderbird? They're using <laughs> the Thunderbird, a name that is near and dear to my heart. Yeah. For a sled of a, I wish I was a Harley Davidson, mm-hmm. juggernaut. Oh, God, that thing twin. was awful. Not it's cool. Awful. It's like not a, cool. It, it like was a fucking it awful. like a drawing. Mm-hmm. And everything was obesely out of proportion. Mm-hmm. And it did. I, it was perverse. Yeah. And sitting on it, I felt just 
insignificant. I yeah. felt stupid sitting on this motorcycle. You look stupid everything, too, actually. Right, and I'm six foot yeah. one. I'm over two hundred pounds, and I sat on that. You bike. You should fit in that bike perfectly. And everything felt like I wasn't big enough to ride this motorcycle. <laughs> I mean, come okay. on, man. If I if I can interject real quick, yeah. I don't know if you're done with your point, but my my question is these. We went from deregulated to regulated bikes, detuned bikes. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think I think you're about to go where I was about to go. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. For the rest of us who are buying old bikes, we're cheap. We want to buy old cheap bikes. Right. Now we, you're we, no, lo- we you're love the seventies bikes because the seventies bikes are fucking way cooler. Yeah. And they're they're not de- they're not regulated. Right. But you're always going to come across eighties bikes mm-hmm. like these bikes we're talking about, the thousand right. cc bikes, shit like that. Right. That won't go over eighty five. Yeah, For, I mean, you know, can we get a hold of these bikes? Yeah, and de-restrict these. Yeah, well, that's that was always a big part of tuning. Was you bought the motorcycle? Yeah, knowing full well. What it can do. For those select customers who were willing to change the carburetors, yeah. who were willing to change the ignition, who were willing to buy aftermarket hop up parts. Yeah. And magazines of the day, if you go back and get, get a new chance, ECU and all that. Yeah get, yeah, get into some of the old magazines, get into stuff where they were taking project bikes mm-hmm. and saying, yeah, factory made this bike go 105 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. We changed the carbs. We changed the cam. Mm-hmm. We changed this. We changed that. And all of a sudden, we're making. We took it back to 1974. Yeah, and specs. it's really sad, isn't it? That, yeah. That, you know, we're basically Let's going go back. backwards. Now, the 85 mile an hour rule, now, don't. Uh, if you're listening, don't take that the wrong way. It doesn't mean the motorcycles only went 85 miles an hour. What it means is they were required to have an 85-mile-an-hour yeah. speedometer, uh, and it was totally bogus, and it was kind of a cheat. Mm-hmm. But they were. And don't uh, remember in the 70s, car companies sandbagged, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You had a 450-horsepower car, but the factory said it was 325. Yeah. Or the factory said it was 375 to keep the insurance cheap yeah. and uh, to basically downplay the amount of power they were putting in the cars. Mm-hmm. The same thing was going on in the motorcycle industry in the late 70s. They were building amazing horsepower. Yeah. And that's why I sometimes people hear me refer to it was an honest motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And it was an honest motorcycle. They were building bikes to have better technology and better performance mm-hmm. than their competitors. Right. They were only judging themselves by their numbers compared to their competitor. Right. It was a sales race. If you build it faster, if you build it better, you'll sell more of them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really honest. Yeah. What happened later on was let's tap into a marketing gimmick. Let's tap into a this. Let's tap into a that. And then let's restrict the bikes or dumb them down. Which brings us right back to the KW800. Well, I mean, the, hey, the look, how, look how freaking cool it is. Right. And the Kawasaki W800. Yeah, well, yep. that, I, I think that really is. Maybe that's the final analysis or maybe that's the ultimate example of. Yeah. But the, 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 the whole thing is, too, like, you know, looking at on all, all my notes I wrote right. down, you know, we've got that W800 Kawasaki making 48 brake horsepower. Right. But we do have the brand new Suzuki SV650. Right. Making seventy brake horsepower. Right. Well, and you can buy. They it. they weren't you know, they weren't. You don't want that style. Like yeah, they weren't dumbing that W eight hundred down to like make it safe. I I don't know why they were dumbing well, it. Well, I down. mean the the SV is you know? obviously EPA legal, and it's obviously a bike yeah. that anybody can buy and ride and ride really well. You can buy a R six a six hundred cc motorcycle yeah. making mm-hmm. well over hundred horsepower revving to it. Exactly, I was I was going to bring and that up too. It's like you know, it's like there's no reason that this bike should have the piss poor stats that it has. Other than marketing, if you're trying to sell that bike to a sixty year old guy. The sixty-year-old guy yep. is going to want this kind of like, and I hate to say this because it's magazines like the Potato, <coughs> Potato Sound. They're going to want a he's, mellow bike. Yeah, he's not, not going to want to. Yeah. He still needs to have a displacement thing because of a lack of, you know, wedding tackle or whatever. Mm-hmm. He still needs to be able to go. Well, it's an eight hundred, so he can be he can be looked mm-hmm. at seriously by his peers yeah. who ride. 1,340 cc Harley-Davidsons yeah. and whatnot. That are equally as lackluster in well, you know, production. When, when it's, Triumph, got, it's got the finished look. I mean. Right. And when Hinkley brought the Triumphs back out that were Bonnevilles, a lot of motorcycle magazines loved the great story that you got by taking a 72 or 70, you know, a 70s Bonneville mm-hmm. and shooting it out with a brand new Bonneville. Mm-hmm. And, well, what do you think happened? 70s Bonneville killed it. Bonneville's won, right? Mm-hmm. They did everything better. And 
it was a head scratcher because you went, okay, well, they got the same miles per gallon, they got the same torque numbers, they got yeah, better it horsepower, does they were not quicker in the corner. Right. So there are refinements. Obviously, suspension is going to be better. The yeah. tires are going to be better. The brakes are going to be better. And those things are all good. And that's yeah. wonderful technology, and we should have that. Well, guys, it's been a wonderful night. Uh, it has been, actually. Short manpower. I don't think it meant a bit of difference. Of course, everybody's going to email kind of me and say. skeleton crew tonight. Uh, yeah. So remember, guys, please, cards, letters, but realistically, emails. Uh, ClevelandMoto at gmail.com. ClevelandMoto at gmail.com, because we're cheap. And, and uh, clevelandmoto.blogspot.com. Yeah, clevelandmoto.blogspot.com. I think f- we're actually doing pretty good with the Googles now that you can... Uh, it's it's the pretty darn good. Yeah. The Burning River... Uh, Burning River bike, bike build-off. Build I guess it kicks off, I think he said, April 21st or something. Uh, that's, uh, he's, got uh, a something? Blog, he's got a blog for that. Other, he he does, and it's, it's actually they're uh, trying to get... The actual start date. Okay, it good. might might be sooner than April. You know what? I don't care. I'm going to go on record. James isn't here. Tough. Huh. Uh, I'm going to say it. Go out and buy yourself a $500 motorcycle. Go buy or it less. Now. Buy oh, it okay. now. Yeah. $500 or less. Buy yourself a $500 motorcycle because we have ours. Get your yeah. No, <laughs> we got our. <laughs> we got a we few know, of them, and we know James has his because yeah. he's already revealed that he's yeah. going to build his TC250. So go out and buy yourself a $500 motorcycle, or start looking at a $500 motorcycle. We'll consider grandfathering you in, so that you can build it. I think he's saying you're not allowed to start working on it until. Whatever. Until okay. whenever they determine whatever. the start okay, but, date, but whatever. Late August, Yeah, we're going to judge these things. That's and they're going to yeah. be at Maz and Rockers. It's going to be a lot of fun. And you can actually prove to the world what you can do with a $500 motorcycle. Yeah. And $500, legitimately, there are a lot of really dumb things in this world that cost $500. Oh, yeah. To have a running, living, breathing motorcycle mm-hmm. for 500 bucks is pretty damn cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. So good night, folks. And thanks for listening to Cleveland Moto. Yes. Thank you for listening to Cleveland Moto. If you have comments or topic suggestions, you can leave them at our blog at www.clevelandmoto.blogspot.com or visit our website at www.clevelandmoto.com.